Today, I'm going to run it about education, which kind of goes hand in hand with the American dream and kind of also intertwined with the concept of life and bullshit mixed together. Ever since a little kid, we all heard how you got to study hard and get the good grades. And then once you get a little more understanding, you know, pretty much they make you believe that that the degree, the college route is going to make you see them band-aids. And, you know, you're going to be off set for the rest of your life. And we all know that's cappuccini. And with that, this just brings me to my next point. Pretty much the whole like uh, return on investment of education has really been over-exaggerated because personally in my personal life, I got family members that did not go to the college route. And for some of them, if they make goddamn five bands in a week, that's a bad week. I know some other business owners for a slow day. It's like a two, three band aid day. Now, you know, you disqualify the, the, I guess the big three or big four, whatever it is, the engineers, doctors, people like that, who making that bad? Cause I know some struggling lawyers too, so I can't throw that in there. But nevertheless, that's kind of cappuccini and like education. You know, yeah, you'll get smarter and brighter, but that's not really, you know, gonna bring you over the top. And just the return on that investment has really been over exaggerated. And it's time up for that. Cause look around, everybody's so said business owner nowadays. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo. Nice. It's your boy, Raj Move. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Hey, man, Rumble's got some interesting thoughts, man, on yeah. going to college to get that good job and the return on investment. Who wants to start? I got I got thoughts. I definitely have thoughts. Uh, I mean, he, he, not, he almost not wrong with it, right? I think, too, it depends on what, what career you pick. Like, a lot of people go and get degrees that don't transfer in the real world like they sound good and sound like you know you're gonna get the band-aids uh but when they graduate they find out it's all cappuccini <laughs> and not cap and gowns so you know uh he has a point but i don't i don't think everybody who doesn't have a degree is making it well i think you know it's people you see you know it's a lot of people you see and you know that don't have degrees just doing good but some people out here without degrees who's struggling bad like bad, bad. So I think it's it's a give and take. I think it's all in, in the person and who that person is and what they you know what they inspire to do. And all business owners not not really making that bag either like that too. Some people, you know, you might have a business that don't mean you got it. You know, and it's a lot of flexing and flossing going on out here too. So, you know, I feel them. I, I would add to it this. This is this is my general thought. I think that he has a a a, a point mm-hmm. about not college not necessarily being a necessity to be successful mm-hmm. there are people like we watched the scheme that yeah. little that um that thing on hbo the other day about the dude saying he knew i'm not going to college just what i want to yeah. do i want to um manage athletes and mm-hmm. i want to do this and that and the third right certain people have a, a scheme and certain people are like next level where they get it done but i'm going to call bullshit on uh pretty much i think he's wrong when he's wrong um you just said not everybody who didn't go to college um, is out here. No, I would say 90%, 95% of people who didn't go to college 
is not making the money that people who did go to college are doing. Now, if you're talking about the return on investment, let's go back to like when I was in school. I went to, at the time, Xavier was a very expensive, I mean, it still is, but I remember how much I was paying for tuition. Mm -hmm. Tuition was about five stacks a semester. So I paid about 10 stacks a year. And that was for a private college in around 2004. Mm -hmm. So 10 stacks a year. I was in there four years, 40 racks plus incidentals. Let's just say I paid 50, 60 racks to go to college. Mm -hmm. I mean- a teacher make 50, 60 racks in a year. Yeah. Like, like your return on investment is, and you can't get a teaching job if you don't do that. Mm-hmm. We we talk about other people, you know, certain people that go work offshore and they work and they don't go to college and they'll make, and they'll make decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. But how many people go work to Walmart or work to yeah. Walgreens and they're getting paid 25,000? Yeah. Like, let's not pretend like motherfucker not going to college is the is the way yeah i mean now if you have a specialized skill Mm -hmm. or you got hustle with you or you got grind with you there you go and you're out here getting it yeah then i get your point like i said depending on the person yeah but i feel like most people i heard yeah go to school even those guys like to think about i think when you have a degree i think it gives you a lot more job security uh in a lot of in a lot of sense because like some of those guys who go over you know who go and work those offshore when the company go belly up you know what other skills you got? Exactly. Like I don't know how to do nothing. But all price is bad. I don't know. To I, get I don't all know nothing but looking at this pipe. Yeah, but now you got to get a regular, regular job. You know what I'm saying? They don't really transfer. And, so and the other thing I throw in there is, is um, benefits. Mm-hmm. Like people, these these small these small business owners or whatever else, or like health and healthcare and all the rest of this shit. You get sick if you ain't got no college degree and ain't got mm-hmm. a type of job that got benefits. Like yeah, at the game. So I get, I get his point. And and I don't, I don't know these people in his. It's family. hard to work too. So I'm in Rumble family. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know these people in his family <laughs> that's making that's seeing these bands every week. I mean, it's possible. Band-Aids. I just don't know them people who see in these band aids. They pop. Like he might know about my family's um, income more than I do. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I don't, I don't see that as being necessarily a factual statement. Raj, I'm gonna let you chime in because I know me and Los going back and forth with it. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, so I think I think the demographic that that man was kind of kind of gearing towards was the um, the people on Facebook, like we always mention, uh, mm-hmm. selling plates. <laughs> um, you don't necessarily need to be successful selling plates. Um, and and I also <clears throat> so I think I think college I think going to college could be you know essential. That's one of our words. I think it could be essential. And I also think that you could you could build a business based off of based off of like clout or how, how skilled you are you know and y'all already know some of my stories and how i feel and i also think that going to college can ex- expand those skills to having a business mindset or, or just critical thought to where your business would run smoother because that's seemingly what he was he was kind of gearing towards entrepreneurs so i guess what my brain went towards was going to school for business mm-hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna have your own business oh, i've seen plenty of business owners got you so mm-hmm. i was thinking entrepreneurs if they had a business degree their business would probably still be successful as it is based off clout or skill gotcha. but it would be even better and it'd be even better run because they yeah. got that business acumen and they learn how to college. manage it and everything so i hear i hear like this when i was coming out of school um i heard this now if it's wrong it's wrong i heard an mba is a degree is a master's for people who don't know what they want to do and just want to stay in school and it, mm. that doesn't sound fair but I hear a lot of people who get MBAs who don't really do business things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it kind of runs along that same parallel. It's not a lot of people I know who like, oh, yeah, I went to school. I got this MBA. And now, like, this is the business thing. It's like, I feel like a lot of times they want to start businesses, but it's not necessarily kind of like... Lucrative. Yeah. I, I feel like you almost need to have the business you started already, mm-hmm. already kind of making some moves. Yeah. And then be like, let me go get this 
extra knowledge to be able to push my shit to the next level. But if it works the other way around, well, I'm just going to go to business school. Mm-hmm. But then I don't really have that idea that's going to push for the big money. It's, it's kind of tough to make that make sense. And then you end up kind of working in other fields besides being an entrepreneur in that way. But I mean, I guess every MBA is not getting the MBA to, to, to be an entrepreneur. So that's unfair. To it's say the that. same as uh, people in education getting doctor degrees in teaching and still in the classroom. I think about that all the like, time. You get, uh, like, my th- you know how much money that is to go get doctors? I do degree? know how much money that is. And then you you still on the same level as me? Me and my boss had this talk last week. She was like, why haven't you um, put your feet down to go get a, a PhD yet? For what? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I don't plan on teaching at a university at this point. And I feel like that's the only thing I would need that for. Everything else I do, every other bag I go chase. I'm good. I could chase that bag with the, with the, with the master's degree that I got, with the... the Work experience that I have, nobody's not telling me you you're not invited to this table because you don't have a PhD. Yeah. But that's a very interesting thing. I see it all the time. Like Doctor So and So is a doctor of whatever and teaching for like high school. No second biology. grade math and science. Exactly. And I, I mean, it's it's good to have it, and it's great to always. There's a there's a part about education that's this. Now let me say this. There's always a thing about education, specifically in the black community of doing better than the generation ahead of you. I agree. Or doing just as much. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes it tough for me. My mom has that PhD. My sister has a PhD. So, I, if anything, I'm going to get it for that rationale. Mm-hmm. But for, you know, getting my job, I mean, or trying to make my bags, it, it don't really yeah. make don't make, make that much sense for what I'm doing yeah. right now. But, and I guess that goes, we can we can scale that down from PhD to master's mm-hmm. to, to just a college degree to a high school diploma. Yeah. Shit. You might not need a high school diploma if you're a tennis star, if you're Venus Williams, like, or, or if you're really actor, good with YouTube, or you yeah, know how to edit or make right. beats. But <laughs> that happens first. Yeah. You have that specialized exactly. skill first, and then you can make those decisions about what you need. I just think a lot of people go to school and they're not as specific as they need to be with their degrees. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people get those degrees to make you make it look like you did something, but at the end of the day, you really you really ain't shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just went to school a long time. And stayed the course, but your your degree or whatever that name is they made up doesn't doesn't translate into money. You know, I think a lot of kids get caught up with that. A lot even adults now get caught up with that, getting a, a degree in uh, art, something technology, something crazy, and then yeah. try to go get a job. They're like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't know what this means. Arts graphics. Yeah, I don't know what this means. <laughs> you make cartoons? No. <laughs> what you do? You work for Pixar? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm saying, so what can you do? Oh, no, I can determine whether that is this or that. Oh, we don't need you. I'm really good with this program. Yeah, that's okay. We're good. That is. I mean, it's it's a lot of different thoughts on it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I think it's an interesting thing that Rumble brought up. Mm-hmm. There's validity to the statement. I think you just got to be a little bit more narrow with kind of your idea on it. And far be it, education is always, knowledge is always power and education is always key. Just in our community, in the black community of like being educated and being like your shirt, you got a shirt you be wearing saying educated black man. And mm-hmm. she like, it, it's not going to say educated if you don't have those degrees because yeah. those go hand in hand, I believe. What you think about that, Raj? Education being an educated person, like the term you're educated, does that tie with degrees? Oh uh, man, so I'm a I'm a short answer. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no, okay, because I think education is relative, but mm-hmm. realistically, like once you once you dig deeper, 
I would hate to have an educated black man shirt on next to an actual educated black man. Who's gonna know the difference? Who gonna if you don't if you don't open your mouth? Because y'all all look like niggas. Yeah, it don't matter. Still, still. Because mine gonna be a two XL and his gonna be, you know, tailored. I I don't know. That's just that's just how I uh, how I feel. I just what I'm saying is is I would know. Like I would I wouldn't wear that shirt personally. Because if I did wear that shirt and I saw somebody with that same shirt on, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, damn, this nigga probably got, he probably got a couple of degrees. So that's why I say realistically. But if you, yeah. that's, you know, if you, if you feel like you, if you was, if you was, if you did well in school and you feel like in in high school and then you're educated and that's, that's how you feel, more power to you. You probably yeah. would burn your boot at him. I mean, for me, I don't think high school is even relative. Like, I know people who did poorly in high school. Who end up doing a whole lot better in college? Because I think it it kind of really mattered accounting. I mean, for me, I didn't really, I didn't have to do a lot in high school. It was kind of easy. Uh, I just, but then college, I had towards the end, I had to buckle down and really get it, especially trying to juggle sports and class and all that stuff. But eh. I think age plays a big part in that. What you're just talking about. I think the older you get, the better you'll be at school. Mm-hmm. I think if if any one of us went to any kind of school right now, we would get a 4.0. Yeah, because. You, when you're older, you can kind of think about it. You're more mature about mm. studying and about figuring out exactly. Like it, it makes a difference. Like you're learning stuff because you need to learn it, as opposed to just the various Being things there. that happen in school, right? And that's what maybe goes to your point about college. Is like you know you have those core classes you got to take mm. in high school, and like by the time you get to college, you might be like, no, I'm only taking these biology classes because mm-hmm. that's the only shit I care about. I'm only taking these marketing classes because mm-hmm. that's what I care about. Uh, makes a big difference than if you're like sitting in a reading class or a English class and you're like, I don't want to write this paper. Yeah. Whatever whatever the case may be. Man, it's a lot going on, man. Look, we didn't drop a couple of things this week. Um, so if you haven't already checked that out, we got that Food Daddy um, interview that's up. <laughs> uh, what we call Shout it? out. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. My Southern Brand. My Southern Brand. Keandre George, man. That boy had some KJ. opinions. <laughs> that boy, that was That boy was different. So, Shout hey, out, listen, if, you, if, you, um, if, if you're here... If you're um, part of the Best Friend Weekend Podcast Network and you listen every week, because I know a bunch of y'all do, go join our, uh, follow our YouTube channel. Yep. I don't know why you're not doing it right now. Like, Go to YouTube right now, look up Best Friend Weekend, follow that. We don't have a lot of subscribers on there to say we got this many people who listen to the podcast. So let's get those subscribers up on YouTube so you can see some of the videos that we bring into you guys. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of, that part is it's important as well. We're going to yep. have another couple of interviews. There might be another one. That's up by the time this podcast drops, so be on the lookout for that. We got another Men's one we're going to record um, real soon, Men's Secure, mm-hmm. everything else. Uh, if you're going to patronize the brand, if you're going to be a part of the brand and be all the way a part go on of get it. Your, go and get your doctorate. Yeah, <laughs> get your doctorate in BMW. Because <laughs> if you're not, that burns my boot at. Let me tell you a couple of other things that burn my boot at this week. Man, the first thing that burns my boot at this week is when you go... Shoe raffle. You know what I'm saying? Raj, I did not get those Yeezys. Did you get them Yeezys? Uh, no, I didn't. I took an L. Um, yeah, we took, L, we took L's. You know what I'm but saying? I L's actually, were but let me tell you this. I like shoe, I like shoe raffles because mm. it gives everybody a chance. Mm. There's no bots. It Raj. doesn't drop at 8 a.m. and then all the bots get them. And one dude, they got one dude that's got capital that's just got enough money to just one buy a really good bot mm-hmm. or design a bot, and uh, maybe he went to college, and then two, 
Probably um, didn't. He's probably in high school. I was about to say, <laughs> buy a whole Definitely bunch 16. of shoes and make a grip off of them. Yeah. Like that's that's the that's what burns my boot in about the shoe buying experience. But as far as just a raffle, I love it. Okay. Because so- I can I can I can have as many entries as I want. I can enter if I really want the shoe. Shoes hold value right now. So I will enter on your phone. I'll enter on Lowe's phone. I'll enter on Gramstar's phone. On Room Bay's phone. On Uncle's phone. If I want them that bad. And you if just I hope get, they don't all hit pairs, because then you're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they all hit, I can just sell them right, like, Fair for, enough. for what I paid for them. Because they're going to hold value. People people like me and you didn't get them shoes. And if I put them on StockX for retail, like for literally retail, they're going to jump all over it. So I can at least make my money back. These are facts. Um. I hate to say this, but that's not the part that burned my booty. I, I was I was telling a big long roundabout story. So yeah, the raffles don't burn my booty. I was saying you win a raffle, and then Nike send you them shoes, and then they got a big box in front of your house with Nike fucking stickers on it, <laughs> Nike mm-hmm. tape, Nike logos yeah. sitting on your front porch. That burns my booty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that sucks. Nike's very indiscreet about about how they ship. Like they, they ship it in Nike boxes, and that's <laughs> yeah. very an ordinary. Like most most companies, it's, it comes in just a regular box. But for some reason, Nike wants thieves to know. <laughs> I guess they want it. They want to expand. They might as they might as well what it is. Expand the raffle. They might as well put it outside the box. Oh yeah, that's them Jordans. Yeah. That's them um, it's them one size twelve. <laughs> <laughs> they might tell you everything. Go ahead. That's his there. <laughs> yeah. Los mentioned that shit when he came to my house that day. He's like, you got a big box outside <laughs> with Nike, Nike all over I it. I said, bro. damn, if I was a thief, I'm getting you. Like, every time. So that I mean, we, those we, make me rush home. I rush home when I know I got a Nike delivery wherever I'm at. Like, I'll leave work and be like, I'm going to go because I don't, I don't, I'm going to go home. I got something at the door. I got to go get it. Like, now. So if you know... I don't know, and I don't know what what time you get off, but when I'm at work is usually when FedEx and and UPS and the post office is delivering stuff. So like, if I really got something, if I got some exclusive, I won the raffle, and I got these shoes that I could probably offer maybe a two for two thousand or something like that. Like I, I got some, I got some heat. Probably gonna deliver them to my office. Mm, that's interesting. That's an interesting play. I. I just I prefer the home thing. I just try to make it a point to be at home. Yeah. I, I just try to make it a point to be at home because I guess I got a little bit of flexibility in that way. Unless they're coming when I'm really like doing something and actively have to be somewhere. But when um my Yeezys dropped and came, I was out of town. I, I called Ashley and I was like, Hey, go Ash dog, shoe. go pick them shoes up for me, please, <laughs> if you don't mind. Right That's now, funny. brother. Could you go get them from my my pouch so nobody else get them? Get them out of me. So, yeah, obviously that part uh, burns my booty. Another thing that burns my booty, I mentioned it earlier when we was just talking, that you can't see pivotal aspects of what people are doing in group text, i.e., you can't see who read messages in group text. Can you send read receipts in, in, in group text? I think not. That burns my booty. So... Uh, I, I don't have I'm accustomed to the in, anyway. I'm I'm accustomed to the Instagram way of doing it. Like the DMs. You know how it'll say like if you're in an Instagram group, oh, it'll yeah. say who all's seen it? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I want that for my phone, like for my text group. But let me ask you a question. So like whenever me and you text, mm-hmm. you and I text individually, not in the best friend weekend group, you can't see that I read it. But I know you because read. I don't have read receipts on. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you read it. That's the difference. <laughs> what is one person? But then, well, I don't know I what know the difference is. If it's nope. So 
I don't believe everybody in the text group reads the messages. Because I feel like there's a, uh, not a stigma, that's not the right word, but I feel like it's a reality of a text group that you don't read every message in a text group, Definitely but if not. it's a message sent directly to you, you read it. Does that make sense? Because I not? feel like that's a thing. For if, It's for me, if nothing else. It depends well, so on who, got... who sends the message, though, for me. You're right. Right. I get more excited. Message. I get more excited if I see one of y'all message in the group. I get more excited than others in other groups <laughs> of text messages that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. just certain people that I have in my phone that I'm not necessarily excited to open up and see what they said in a text group. Yeah, especially if I'm busy, like if I'm doing something, if it's somebody, I see the name come on my watch, I won't even swipe and, and look. Like, I'll just be like, I'll I see that shit later. But it's some, you know, some group, especially if we've been talking about something all day or something just happening and stuff going on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out, read it on the spot. But then sometime in a group, I might open the thing, I'll read the thing all day. It just depends. Hey, it's 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 part of the it's part of the experience, man. But I, I mean, I think when I see a message that says fourteen um, messages in this text group, a lot of times I just don't want to read all fourteen of them. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. But if it's fourteen messages from an individual, I have way more. Like I read text messages from individuals. Now, I don't always text read. me fourteen times. I'm not. I want number one. Why are you texting me that many times that I haven't seen? Fair you? enough. And number two, Fair I'm going to give you the first two. If you don't like the, the tone, the tenor, that's <laughs> an hour, the tenor of the where the conversation is going, I'm definitely not reading the rest of those. Not fair enough. I'm just letting you know. That burns my Buddha. The last thing that burns my Buddha this week is actually two things in one. Why do I have to have a fishing license to go fish? And why would me and Los went fish on Sunday we caught by 15 fish yeah. and we had to throw them all, all back because they was little daddies? <laughs> that burns my Buddha. Drove. That shouldn't burn your boot in. Which part? Well, the fishing license part should, to me. Because <laughs> um, I, I, I think that that's, a, that's a, just a, um, a skit. Isn't it funny? Like we, you know, um, the, um, the the settlers, what, you, what we call them? What, what, the what they call them in Wakanda? Oh. <laughs> Wakanda, what are you talking about? The tribesmen? No, no what, Wakanda, what Wakanda people call, uh, call white people? Oh, pilgrims. No, okay. All right, whatever. The pilgrims. <laughs> the pilgrims came through, and they already had no, people was fishing. Cutters. And then now they make people like, that's just like an easy thing to do to go stick Oh, I know, what he, I, know what word, I know what word you're talking about. It took me a while. I had to put the context all together. You're calling them colonizers. Colonizer? Is it colonizers? Colonists. Yeah, oh, colonizer, yeah. colonists. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Okay. So, yeah, them colonizers came here, and they had people throwing string in the water and catching fish, which is super easy and rote. Like, anyone can do that. Right? Look at that fish. Oh, look at this string. I'm going to throw it at him. And and then they made us get a license for it. Like that's real stupid. I think that's just another way to generate money. But like you need a bike ride catching, license or something, or or a hooping in the park license. Like why <laughs> you need a license for any old thing? But go ahead. Exactly, exactly for just basic things. So all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is I don't think that it should burn your boot in. That's just how I feel about catching small fish. <laughs> uh, it because definitely burn. We was out there for like old, seven, eight hours. No fish. <laughs> And we we had grease and the fish fry ready in the back of the car because we was definitely yeah. gonna eat that day. Them uh, fish, them fresh daddies. And in retrospect, that, we should have kept all their little asses, yeah. and chopped them up, and, and had some sand- little patties, nugget but, on a sandwich. No, I mean I get your point though, Roger. You, you got to throw them back when they're small because then they're never gonna have big fish. Fair enough. 
But what are the odds that we sitting over there fishing in a open waterway in Kima yeah. and catch fifteen fish yeah. and all of them we got to throw back? That's was ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Where your mama I think that that's that that's what makes fishing fishing. This is why I don't fish hmm. because I'm I'm very because in the back I, I don't remember I don't remember exactly what we was talking about or like what would you do it or if it's wrong, mm-hmm. right? And it's like a thin line between that. But I would have some inclination to say fuck it. I'm keeping these small fish. It's <laughs> all got meat on it. Oh no! Uh, it was, but then it's illegal too. You can't keep certain fish. You can't keep under twelve inches and all that. But um, if you get caught with with, with those fish and without a fishing license, because we definitely yeah, it was gonna double license. us up. It was and going, we was trespassing. What we was yeah. <laughs> they they could have got us. Uh, we we might have went to jail. <laughs> fishing, <laughs> fishing. Got our ass. Um, Ahmad behind some damn fishing. fishing yeah, we trespassed. Then no license. And we kept little daddies. It's, 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 it'll be bad. We gotta be on. We gotta do something right. Yeah, like throw the little daddies back. Yeah, man. that's so. the least thing we can do. But I think the reason why I know they charge because that's how they take care. Supposedly how they supposed to take care of the water and mm. all that stuff they need. Like that guy that was sitting over there telling people to stop and go. He gotta get paid some kind of way. All right, let's go. go get, let's go actually get fishing licenses and stop being delinquent niggers. I agree. You get a year. It's just for a year. And I mean the way Rod said, he just was like, "What would you do? Like, would you? Would like you know?" It's, it's a what would you do situation and I think that that talks about a funny story that I saw that that I just kind of want to bring up so um, Caroline County officials um, that's Caroline County in Virginia they said a family discovered uh, some bags when they ran over them on the road this Saturday oh yeah Emily Shantz said that she was driving in a car with her family when she noticed the uh, car in the front of them swerving around an object on the road that object which turned out to be a bag was hit by their car the family out on a Saturday afternoon drive mm-hmm. thought someone had left some trash out in the middle of Broad Street. So they picked it up. There's being good Samaritans in another bag spot about 15 feet away. And they put them in the back of their pickup. Inside the bag, there were plastic baggies and they were addressed with something that said cash vault. Mm-hmm. The Shances called Carolyn deputies upon making the discovery. They came back to Carolyn and found out they'd been riding around with almost a million dollars in the truck. <sighs> deputies believe that the bags believe, um, belong to a postal service. And that the money was meant for the bank, but how it ended up on the side of the um, road um, is a mystery. They came to the family, and the family said, for someone so honest and willing to give back almost a million dollars, it's exceptional on their part. Their two sons were there, so I put lights on for them, but we are proud, and they represented this county well by being so honest. That's all you get? And then the, then, then the mom said, do the right thing and return it, because it didn't belong to us. I'm keeping that money. Point blank. So I'm... Okay, so the first question is the basic question. Are you keeping a million dollars? Yes. Raj? No. Okay. Um, the second question is, and I guess this just goes to me and Raj Lowe since you're not keeping a million dollars. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm keeping that money. My question <laughs> is, my, my real question is, since everybody's keeping a million dollars, how would you keep the million dollars and feel like you getting away with it. How would that work? What you mean? Where would I put it? Like, what would you do? The minute, like, you got home, first of all, you picked up some bags that you thought were trash on the street mm-hmm. and put them in your truck. That's just good Samaritan shit, I guess. Yeah. But when you open it, you saw bags on it mm-hmm. addressed to Cash Vault. Oh, I'm busting all that down. Yeah, I'm taking it. I'm opening it. I'm open, taking all of it, and I'm taking it somewhere. And I'm seeing somewhere. what's in there. I'm but taking then it what? somewhere. Don't I'm burning you? all, whatever the bag, I'm burning all that somewhere far, far away. I'm taking it way away from my house. I'm stashing the money. I probably give me a little, a little, uh, a little safe or something. 
I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm going out my way. Like, give me a little safe, a little storage. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going extra, extra. Keep that money away, and I just slow roll it. I just pick and choose out of there. Make sure you know what I mean. I ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna get no limbo or nothing. I just won't have to worry about shit ever for a long time. I, I, I like it's it's crazy, but I wholeheartedly agree. I get the whole concept of it's not for me and blah blah blah. But somebody made a mistake. Somebody dropped some money. And God bless and, me. And it, 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 it hit the ground. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking $20. No. Nah. We talking a, a billion dollars. Yeah. At the most, I'm leaving one of the bags mm-hmm. and to make myself feel good. But that's probably not what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm taking all the evidence. Yeah. And like Los just said, I'm putting it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to... For me, it's just going to sit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go to work. And yeah. I'm going to go to school yeah. and I'm going to do everything I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be really, really like just every day thinking more and more about how long is this shit before this shit blow mm-hmm. over. Give us. Right. Give it like, give it like, I'm not buying. I'm no. just ripping my regular no. life. Yep. Maybe pulling a hundred dollars out here, yeah. two hundred dollars, buying yeah. some shoes, chilling, yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm getting, oh, I ain't missing no more shoes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe I take five racks out of it. Yeah. If we're talking like whatever, and I'm yeah. just kind of doing some things, but nothing major for a no. while. Nah, and for then, a year or two. <laughs> Then, then it's like, okay, bam. Now, now, now let's start kind of, yeah. let's start pumping this money in the so, Let's start cleaning this money, Ozark well, style. Hey, so, you know, so best friend we get is win. Yeah. Oh, I'm the type of guy, I was thinking, you know, I might go and, and go get, start getting dollar bills and just go getting change and then taking mm-hmm. that change back. Anything just to watch that cheat. I don't. It all it'll take a long time. No, yeah. I, not even watch it. Like, hey, all y'all boys, send me some. Um, send me y'all money for the section tonight. I'm gonna pay in cash. Yeah, like that. <laughs> it's, it's oh, just hey, don't worry about it. Everything. <laughs> Every pizza it. I'm paying in cash. I, I Everything. Like my bank account's gonna go up and up and up because I, I ain't gonna be paying be, for nothing. No nope. my call in my, my mortgage. I'm not starting my card ever. All I, I just think, think I this feels be, like dishonest be, people. Yeah, so, go ahead. <laughs> so I would be more inclined to keep it in this, I, you know, I would be, I guess, fearful. I'd probably be looking over my shoulder, but mm-hmm. I'd be more inclined to keep it if it was a um, a trash bag. But if it was some post office, like Brinks bags, man, I don't, I'm not playing with the people like that. You know no, what they got? I wouldn't, the tra- I'd be scared of the trash bag. Cause that, that'd be no, my, that's the, the, damn, the, the yeah. cartel coming. I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna leave the trash bag, but if it's, if it's I mean, the, the bank like and government, I feel like I'm either the government that. or the cartel, which one's the, worse? The, the, the cartel. It, and it depends on what that street is too. That's the other thing. If it's like a street in my, uh, it's tough because it's 2020, right? So if it's like this abandoned street back of town somewhere that's like lowly lit, I'm taking it. Yeah. If it's like on a street in a residential neighborhood, right by I feel the like light, everybody right got, got ring doorbells. Yeah. Like they're going to see the car. They're going to be able to track. They're going to do all the whole stuff and figure out who picked it up. That's why I'm sitting on it for a mm-hmm. while. Because I feel like if they come and get me, I could always be like, I ain't spending that, that money that money in here. I didn't know what that, I didn't even know it was in. I just picked up bags and yeah. it's in the garage. Go, hold Y'all on. Can have I it. just picked yeah. up bags. I'm a hoarder. Yeah, I mean, I think I, it's so funny because none whatever. of us would none of us would ever pick up bags on the side of the road. At all, so definitely, we're not in this we're not in this situation at all, right? Even if I right. hit it, I'm not getting out and picking it up. I mean, if it was in boxes, like like it looked like Amazon boxes fell off a truck or Checking something. Checking them out, I'm I'm picking them up. Like, yeah. why are Amazon boxes in the middle of the street, not around nobody's and house? Somebody it? dropped them. Mm-hmm. And my first thought would be. Well, they gonna say that they never got their delivery, and the company's gonna send them another one. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, they about to get another one. So that's not a big thing, like yeah. to me. And I mean, and that's kind of going back to what I was saying about the bank, Raj. I feel like it's 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 probably insured. 
Yeah. So whatever it is, it's insured. They lost they that money. That. They okay. Mm-hmm. Banks get bailed out all the time. For me, the biggest thing is if if I turn in almost a million dollars, you don't give me shit. Like you can't, you can't. I can't get ten percent. All of y'all that. gonna do is put my name in it on newspaper and make yeah. me look like a goddamn fool. Come on now, that's ridiculous, dog. Get up later some money. And she got fifteen kids. How many kids she had? Two. I don't know. Maybe fifteen. Yeah, same thing. Somewhere between zero and fifteen. Two and fifteen is the same. Fair <laughs> but that's ridiculous. They don't give people no money for that type of stuff, man. I mean, it's something to consider, man. How honest are you? I don't know too many people who wouldn't, but I mean, it's like one of them things where you got to plan for what you would do. Hey, man, something I was doing this weekend was watching that Nelly and Luda. <laughs> oh. Who won? <laughs> and if you don't get out of my face. Hey, listen, they were saying Nelly is like the new Teddy Riley. The thing is, sometimes you realize how people make it more when you watch some shit like that. Mm. Like, I looked at Nelly and I looked at Ludacris. And I was like, Nelly didn't make it off his personality. Nelly made it off his looks. Nelly made it off of his charisma. Uh, well, not That's maybe not even his charisma. Right? Maybe not even his charisma. Let me take that word back. He made it off his his looks and maybe his sex appeal and some rap, right? Mm-hmm. Luda made it off of his personality. Luda is was so much better than Nelly at controlling the room, controlling the crowd, having the conversation, like whatever. It just was. It was. Well, you, it wasn't even good. That, that's not fair because Luda was actually a radio uh, DJ. So yes. that's not fair. To, you can't you can't put them. Then why battle him? We knew that we knew what the battle was gonna be from the jump. I just think I don't know why Nelly didn't practice or find the best spot in his house for the Wi-Fi. Like you know why? Because niggas do that. When I was doing Best Friend Weekend Live at Five a couple weeks ago, you be having to tell people put on some lights. Put your camera here. Do this. Do that. Not everybody think about shit like that. I'm just saying Nelly should have had it done already. Somebody should have told him. Of course. The sound quality was awful. Roz, did you get to check any of it out? Yeah. No, no doubt. I um, I actually been been watching uh, them. them, them uh, well, people been sending them to me, so I kind of don't have nothing else to do, so I'll watch the uh, the battles. But what I, what I think I would appreciate about those battles if they wasn't battles, like if they wasn't perceived as like this person won, that person won. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind the whole this person was better, like this person had better hits, but the battle thing, like it shouldn't be that. It should just be two people playing they, they playlist. And, uh, and Nelly, Nelly didn't have a playlist that was like that was like, I guess, per, per, to be perceived as a battle. Like, Luda got bangers. Nelly, I feel like Nelly got like a bunch of kind of soft songs, you know? Like, it just wasn't the same genre of music. I think Nelly had a pocket a pocket of time that he was hot and it didn't work out. You know what I mean? I, but I think Luda really... Plus, you got to realize, too, if you was watching, Luda had somebody already queued this stuff up that's out in the club. He had a DJ over there playing this stuff for him. Unless he was the DJ. No, he wouldn't. Oh, okay, go ahead. But he had somebody doing it for him. He oh, was I, didn't see, I didn't see the other person. Yeah, I'm just saying, that's how you know it was somebody else. He would just, Luda never moved forward. He was just sitting there talking. You could see Nelly actually playing the song, hitting the button on him. Luda the, wasn't doing okay, it. Okay, so the point is, I can, let, me, let, me protect, put, let me put this a different way. If I had access to Nelly's catalog of music, and they said Aldo Nice versus Ludacris playing Nelly's music, I would have been better than Nelly was at his playing his own music. How about that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I would have at least been like setting the tone to be like, yeah, um, 
So you know, blah blah blah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat you on these type of songs. But look, ladies out there, and be making little, you know, doing like whatever, like making it a show where when he plays those songs, um, Raj, like you said, that aren't club bangers, but they like musical like songs yeah. for the late yeah. like i would i would be i would set the vibe that way i wouldn't be standing around with my wife beater on that's going woo, woo, every time for every that's, song that was not that's a wife beater that was not a wife beater that was what a was vocal it? tank top oh okay oh I, I thought you knew the song vocal tank top on no. this joint you with a oh. winner, so baby, you can't lose. Oh, I did not. That secrets can't leave, can't prove. That okay. was very witty. That was good. That was good. One for you, Roger. Yeah, I'm, that was a good one. It was not on my Nelly. You got him. You yeah, got you. Absolutely. You got you. Right. I mean, if he said it was like one of them G Unit ones, like the, Fifty said, that's yeah. the that's the only wife beaters I, I know. thought it was the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they used to sell it at Sam Sam the Man. Oh well, I guess I never had the real ones. I guess I used to just get them at like um, Suit Mart and stuff. All facts. All big facts. With, they came in a two pack. Yeah. They came in a two pack with the um, with the with the um, do rags that was mm. half red and half black. Eleven ninety nine. It was a combo. Superman, if you wait, if you wait two more weeks, it's gonna be nine ninety nine. <laughs> so I used to go to the Joy that. Fashion too on Harwood and get that shit, man. Why you playing with that three X black tee, man? That I mean, you said Luda, Luda, his biggest um thing was that he's a radio DJ, and that's how he got it. Let's go ahead on here. Word from our uh, latest sponsor, Urban Flosaurus Radio. Now's as good a time as any to check out the good folks at Urban Flosaurus. The big homie Moose Daniels has been supplying a steady stream of independent, underground, and exclusive R&B, hip hop, and beyond across your airwaves. Pretty much any day of the week, you can catch Mr. Hydrate or Intoxicate on Facebook Live under Urban Flosaurus, spinning something extra soulful or jazzy that'll either take you back to a certain time in your life or make you wonder why you never heard that track before. Go to his link tree at linktree forward slash Urban Flosaurus to find the links for the radio shows, podcasts, and live performances from Moose Harris, and be sure to follow him at Moose underscore Harris on Instagram and Twitter. Man, listen. There's so many ways to consume music these days, and Urban Flosaurus produces content in every which way imaginable. So check them out. Moose Harris of Urban Flosaurus. A different voice with a show like you've never heard before. Um, I don't, know what I don't have about. nothing for that radio, but my boy Moose is there. So here it is. <laughs> What's the name of it? <laughs> Y'all go check out. They just heard. Go check out Urban Flosaurus Radio, man. Urban Flosaurus. So, uh, Shout out Moose. Support that man. He doing. Um, and Moose the Beer Man, right? Yeah, he the Beer Man. Shout out Beer Man. I, I, we got to get Moose on here. I want to talk to Moose, man. He was on the podcast. Oh, no. Not on the podcast podcast. He was on the Nothing Nice to Say Interviews. Yeah. So, I yeah. Didn't I didn't want him talking to all of y'all because y'all, I got some y'all ridiculous. I like more. I, I follow him hmm. on RG. Moose cool. He always somewhere, though. That boy be everywhere. Allegedly. Oh, he be getting... Nah, I'm messing with you. Oh, be I was say that he be getting shit. people send him stuff like he was there. Hey, man, look. It's about that time this week. Let's bring it back, man. Talk a little Rona talk. And now, Rona talk. Rona talk. Rona talk. Rona talk. Rona talk with Aldo Nice. Raj Smooth and Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Is that how it sound? Uh, this is how COVID-19 sound. 
let's talk about working from home just a little bit. Um, FYI, this week, um, I thought about this, that when you're working from home, it's more important now than ever that you look like you're killing it. You, you're not wrong when you're right. I'm, I'm, I really the, the thing about that is it just takes a little eff, uh, extra effort. It mm-hmm. ain't a lot because you at home in your drawers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing it was I'm very appreciative not not to have to get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. So I can roll over in my drawers and do whatever they want me to do. Uh, if I got to do something with the kids, or uh, is that a big thing in your life? Usually, you roll over in your drawers and you do whatever they ask you to do. Not whatever, it just depends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, you stupid. <laughs> so you had them kids this week. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, no, nah, all weeks. But the thing about it was, I didn't mind doing a little extra stuff because at the end of the day, it's only gonna be it's gonna be less hours out of my day yeah. than it was when I'm going to work. So if I had to get on a little Zoom and do a little something for three or four, five classrooms, that's fine. You know, whatever. I ain't gonna have to do it tomorrow. But if I'm at work, I'm gonna do that over and over and over again every day. So I, I mean. You definitely got to be on top of your game because it's real easy since you don't have to go to work to let your ass go right now, too. I, yeah. I mean, I was just thinking about the fact that, like, I was at I mean, meeting yesterday for five hours straight. Five, mm-hmm. a, a block of five hours. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, damn, this is a lot. I was like, you know what? Eh. I don't have to drive in traffic to go there. Mm-hmm. I don't have to drive back home when it's over. Mm-hmm. Soon as it was over, I turned, closed my computer and laid on the sofa. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, cool. I, I didn't got that out of the way. I was able to work out before I did it and kind of work on my schedule. All of that to say that if you like working from home, everyone out there, this is a public service announcement. You should be killing it at working from home mm-hmm. so that your employers can think, oh, you know it's what? an equal level of productivity at home than it is when they come in the office. Cause it's a lot of it's a lot of businesses that's gonna be like, oh shit, I don't need a storefront. Oh. We don't need to have these people in here every day, and this stuff still works efficiently. Well, then let them do it. Like that's how work from home works. Like my when I did the work from home episode with my sister, she was talking about how she started off on like a temporary work from home thing, and now she's been doing it for fifteen years. Yeah, like it starts off like as a, a thing, but if you show that you're efficient at doing something. It's something that um, that they allow to do it. And the reason I bring this up is because I saw this one story this week. And it was from a guy named... Well, it was at Black Enterprise, and it was this week. Basically, a guy named Dorian Bond of Bond Investigations Incorporated, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Hating Niggas Incorporated, <laughs> um, said that companies are out there looking for documentation of people working from home. So they've been hiring him as a private investigator. He said... In the past several weeks, he's caught people who were supposed to be working out there playing golf, fishing, or boating. He also said that he discovered two employees who were seeing each other intimately. A top executive was having a relationship with a subordinate, and they were Zooming from the same house, but in different rooms. Mm. So, like, basically, don't get it twisted. He said the reason they're doing this for documentation because they're trying to get rid of your ass if they hire him. Anyway. But, yep. like, that's crazy that they got private eyes. Like, let me... See if this person's working from home so I can have a reason to can them. I mean, everybody ain't built for it, man. Mm. And what mm. sucks about it is that, they, like, you didn't sign up for that. You know, like, some people didn't sign up to work from home. Some people legitimately don't like it. And I don't think that that's any excuse for you to be worse at your job. You know, like, I, I think that you should still, you know, roll over and do what they ask you to do in your drawers if, if necessary. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, you know, like, I, I really, like, I mean, Working from home, like, 
ain't fun to some people, man. It's not, it's, it, and, and sometimes your role changes whenever you work from home. Like sometimes you're not doing the same exact. So like, you know, from what I understand, teachers are, are teaching from home, right? Uh, in my, in my line of work, uh, instead of being retail, we're call center, like, which is completely different than what we were doing before. So like, you know, I have, I have people in my industry that don't like that. And I bet you, if we were to send a private investigator over to some people's houses, they probably wouldn't be doing what they were supposed to do. And some of those same, um, things would be happening too. You'd probably have some, some people having fun with their free time. Hmm not doing what they're supposed to do but can't you can if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing and and you know if, if they turn made job made them you know a lot of keep people call centers you can be able to tell when people are online and when they're not right yeah i mean this is true but just like just like being able to fool or trick the system by being in the same house and being on zoom you there's ways i'm sure someone along the lines can figure out a way to trick the system and make okay. it look like they're on the computer or whatever, you know? So all I'm saying is, is I just think that some people don't like it. And I think some people are finding ways to cut corners. And I don't necessarily see a private investigator as being a bad thing because it's just, he's supposed to be doing your job. That, well, that's what he said. Company. He said um, the corona is happening and it's a monumental thing. Mm-hmm. And people out here trying to steal money. So I feel obligated. It's a black dude. I feel obligated to 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 help companies get rid of people. I was like, eesh. I, but I mean, you know, he a private eye, so he feel obligated to go um, take pictures, take pictures of you cheating on your bitch in the, host, in the motel. Ass, messy ass. <laughs> he feel obligated to be. I don't hey, fuck with bitch. that man. He messy as hell. Messy ass. Fuck that bitch. Messy ass nigga. Now, let me. You know what's so funny? If, 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 if they got people out there that actually do these things, and like, if you saw that same dude at uh, Prospect Park being messy. <laughs> Like I'm saying, like, you know, he, he got you caught up or whatever. And then, boom, I'm at Prospect Park with him. In the, he in a section, the same section as me. Like, Why he in my section? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. How you live a record? Because maybe it's his section. We got in, in your homeboy. That's your homeboy, homeboy. I'm I'm gone. Bye. Yeah. You know, you're, but you're, how you live a Because he going to tell. Because he going to tell everything I do in that section. That boy got a wire, a camera. Like, legitimately, how do you live a normal life living, like, doing that? Like, having that as a profession? I go, I go, I just go figure out information on people. I, I mean, and you know, like if you watch them shows, they like Ozark and all kind of other shit. They got people who they could call and be like, "Hey, I need mm-hmm. some information on this person," and yeah. they come back with the whole, you know. I mean, people do it for a living. I mean, it's probably easy nowadays. They just googling and going driving hey. around people's neighborhoods. Hey, I can catch you on your IG. You gonna post where you at at some point? That nigga didn't need to go to high school or college for that job. That, oh, he that, had to be a messy motherfucker. Yeah. They <laughs> got a bunch of sisters. Yes, <laughs> yes. No daddy. <laughs> he just tell. He get, hey, oh, so on his interview. So, um, do you believe in the guy code? No, you're hey, hired. You know, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Matter of fact, I saw uh, him right here. Downstairs, he had threw the cigarette out. He ain't even put it in the ashtray. He right? was he was closer than fifteen feet from the building yeah. while he was smoking a cigarette. Yeah, right inside there. <laughs> oh, you like to tell. And he bumped your door when he got out of his car, and, and he ain't gonna tell you. He bumped that was your car, huh? I, I followed you from the over there. You know what you was on? I was watching. Yeah, <laughs> here's some here's some pictures I took yeah. on my cell phone. That's the scar right there. The, the mark he left on your door. <laughs> that dude. That this is him actually bumping it. Messy. 
Mess is. We don't like him. I don't like him. I'm, I'm, matter of fact, I really hate him. Um, you was just talking about bars, Raj, um, like Prospect Park. Guess what happened? <laughs> this week, today, when this podcast drops, um, bars are opening in, te- in Texas, man. They can open at 25% capacity and restaurants up from 25 to 50%. Basically, they said summer camps will be allowed to open this summer and youth sports leagues can begin on May the 31st, which is about a week. Um, He announced that the following business and entertainment venues can reopen on Friday as well. Aquariums, bowling alleys, bingo halls, natural caverns, rodeos and equestrian events, skating rinks and zoos. He said that child care services such as daycares and businesses and programs such as the YMCA and Boys and Girls Clubs can reopen immediately. And pro sports teams can apply to start again um, after for events after May the 31st. But they can't have any fans for any of the events. So, in other words, you can't go to the game, but you could go to a bar <laughs> and watch that bitch <laughs> with a bunch of people. It's absolutely ridiculous. Any, 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 any um, restrictions on, on how many people can be in the bar? It says 25% capacity, but it's a fucking lie. Who's like, unless you're a black owned business, which I don't want to be racial about bring race into this, but it is a thing. Like a lot of what I saw online was like, oh, look at Prospect Park mm-hmm. operating with all these people in yeah. here wilding. And then they shouldn't be doing that. Right. Hood bars been open for weeks, oh, yeah. just kind of doing whatever they do. Yeah. But we know about that. I, my thing is, I haven't seen anything talking about, oh, Dogwood is opening mm-hmm. and it's over 25%. Yeah. Or Shot Bar or whatever other ones, like Third Floor Lounge or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because they aren't or because nobody's saying it, but I just feel like it's a lot better chance that the raid is going to take place amongst um, us. <laughs> like, I have this shirt I was working on, not a shirt, a post I was working on. I just never got to put it out, and it was gonna be a t- uh, like a, a a spectrum of zero to a hundred percent, like we did the spectrum of wokeness and the spectrum of um of of a lot of things. But this is the spectrum of likelihood to wear a mask, hmm. mm-hmm. and a hundred percent likely to wear a mask is old black people, and zero percent likely to wear a mask are young white people, mm-hmm. and then there's everything else in between. And I feel like niggas is like at Ten percent to wear a mask. Maybe it's fifteen, because it depends on how he dress. If he wearing skinny jeans and stuff, he might he. I think he's a little high. But if he got on a, a tall t shirts and jinkos and a, um, and black Air Force ones, what kind of what kind of um, no what kind of white beater, uh, Raj? That Nelly vocal, had on a vocal tank top. A vocal, vocal tank, tank top. top. I do. He's I do have a question. Go ahead. I do have a question about this that just sparked up in my mind. How deep do we have to be? Until and we talked about this a little bit already in a couple uh, a prior podcast. Until you start like matching your uh, your your mask, or like until you start getting designer masks, or like masks become mm-hmm. a part of your. Oh, like, I already that he make his own fit. before he go anywhere. He make a new mask. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, crown daddy! I, yeah, crown daddy! Apple daddy! Apple daddy! Uh, peach daddy! Regular daddy! You finished? Mesquite daddy. <laughs> you finished? No, I mean, I think that I think that I'm never going to get to the point where I'm mad. Um, like, yes, I have crown daddies, but I'm not doing a whole bunch of different ones. Like, I made one. That was my one mask that I wear. Now, I didn't pick up four masks since then. That people are like, oh, I got this mask. You want it? I got this mask. You want it? So I got like four in my car, right? 
So it's either the standard issued surgical daddies, the N95s, mm-hmm. or it's like one of the ones I already got. I'm not going out of my way to just be putting all kind of these different masks. So I don't know, Raj, what do you think? Do you think you want to be on that wave of different kind of ass? Well, no, what what Lowe said is, uh, you know, he's talking about dudes wearing skinny jeans and whatnot. Yeah. And, like, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, yeah, I, I think I could dress a certain way to where I'd be fine with wearing a uh, just a regular mask, you know, like just a hospital daddy but if um if i'm going out if i get to the part the 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 point where i'm like i'm outside like i'm going outside i'm going out and i'm going to prospect park tonight i'm going hang out but i'm one of them dudes that wears a mask do i just wear a regular mask to the club like or do i match my mask the thing is why go out that's i mean i'm I'm literally (laughs) like in my head if you like that, nope. and that's where I'm Enough. stuck on. Yeah. I can't like I can't figure. I can't go to Prospect Park nope. because I can't see myself wanting to be around enough people to where I would need a mask. If I'm I around more people than I need a mask, I don't want to go. Then I don't want to go. Yeah. And <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm I not going to enjoy myself because I I, I, yeah. I I always look at I if I if I'm with you, are we me? I I see I shake your hand. I don't know where you've been, so I got to add those people. To mark the contact list, I just don't. I'm cool, man. Ain't that I done been in the Prospect Park enough times where I know I know where everybody in there. I can know Danny gonna be on the right as soon as you walk in with a hooker with the lights. NFL, listen, NFL come cool. back on if like it's supposed to. We watching every game at the crib, uh-huh. like we gonna get Sunday ticket, and I'm watching Bet. the game with me, Jay Harry, Lose, yeah, White Boy, right. Every week, yeah, like we're not going nowhere around the world. We're getting food. a bottle, yeah, we're cooking at the crib, yeah. and that's what we're doing, yeah. Like, point blank, there's no going out, it's, it's no, it's no reason it. to go out it. unless so. I guess the I guess Rona is over, is, yeah. I, I guess the question is not when you, but like, what, what do you, oh, I'm sorry, why, like, what do you think? Do you think people are gonna start, like, it's gonna be normal for people to start matching? Their mask. And I guess I just have this thing in the back of my mm-hmm. head that there's going to be people that's going to wear masks for the rest of their life. No, I I think that masks are going to be a thing. I think we're going to be a lot more conscious about health. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you see, we've been seeing Asian people since SARS yeah. for the last 10 plus years walking around with masks on. You're like, damn, why are they always wearing masks mm-hmm. everywhere they go? And in my head, I'd be thinking, yeah, they might be sick or something might be, they might have a disease or yeah. they might have cancer or something like that. But in reality, a lot of times I think people just germaphobes. They're like, mm-hmm. I'm sick, so I'm going to put on a mask. And if that's how, where are we going as a society? I, I'm coughing, so I'm putting on a mask? Cool. That is a awesome thing. Cool. But I just can't see asymptomatic people walking around with masks in like June, July, August at a at a bar. I just I mean, can't see in it. May, in May. I can't see it either, but I can. Like, I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to happen. I, like, I don't know if they're going to do it this I don't know if they're going to do it this weekend. They haven't been. Memorial really? Day weekend. If they're going to be out at a bar with a mask on, I don't think they so. They don't have on masks. They they had seaside like that heavy, too. Like they, had, they had sparklers and they were like, they, boys is getting bottles and hookahs, sharing, throwing hookahs around the table. Like, I, I'm cool, man. I'd have had my fun. Even if, I'm, if I can't go out for a year, I just. Because the problem is with black people, certainly young black folk or relatively young black people, and they're like, I ain't got nothing. I ain't been coughing. I can hold my breath 10 seconds. I'm good. You know what I mean? So it's just going to spread and spread and spread. My, my prediction is they're going to end up shutting it back down uh, probably around July, in the Ju- mid-July or in, in the July, just because it's going to spike. It's going to go back crazy. Well, I heard I heard that like, certain businesses are planning to open in like August. 
and then close again by like November because mm-hmm. they're planning for the second wave. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. That people are already like, yeah, this shit's gonna kind of temper down, but there's gonna be a second wave. Mm-hmm. So let's try to plan our schedule around a time where when the second wave comes, we'll be getting out again. We'll be prepared and that's, be able to do curbside. That's stuff. crazy. Like, like this ain't Corona gonna be here. Twenty twenty is the year that Rona, man. That they should have changed the, that Corona twenty. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it is twenty twenty is 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 adversely affected by that Rona. I, I just don't know what's the rush. Like, why why are you so hard? What's the rush for anything? Yeah, like, why are you rushing to go out and party and spend money and play and drink? I feel like if you that's what you want to do, have your little kickback at the crib. Well, I thought about that yesterday. I thought about how I would really, like, it would really be live if I could say, yeah, I can invite 15, 20 of my people around here and have a little kickback at the crib. I'm just not going to do it. No. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'm not going to do it. And well, that was the end of I'm, that thought. But I feel like if you go out... You can have 15 people at your crib and yeah. buy bottles and do all that. Because the same, better be the same people you, go out with you. Yeah, that one bottle you play, you pay for, that's going to be $200, especially in them clubs. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong you when you're right. You Rod, you said something about this earlier. We talked about opening everything back up in Houston, um, or in Texas. Well, the NBA, you said, was considering moving coming to Houston. And the reason was because the Toyota Center is in walking distance from the George R. Brown. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, maybe that's a venue that can hold... Um, Basketball. So the three they said are Orlando, Vegas, and Houston as being like your top three spots. We can't go. Do you, yeah, you can't go to the games. Obviously, uh, I don't know. What do you think about that? You think they're gonna do it? You think the the one, the one and done tournament or whatever they're doing is gonna happen? So I think inevitably Vegas. somebody's gonna catch that Rona, mm-hmm. like just like with the UFC, it was prone to happen. You know, the first night. A whole team, and including the fighter, caught that Rona, and they had to cancel one mm-hmm. call. So I think just inevitably, with with players having to interact with people, bringing them food, let's say they don't even leave, just in a big in the in the, I don't know, they they block off some living quarters for them. Somebody's gonna catch that Rona, and it's and just like we talked about the second wave for the clubs and whatnot, they'll just have to close again. They'll just have to shut down the NBA again. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the risk you take. They talk about measuring, measuring their, you know, or checking for their temperature and doing all sorts of things. The reason why I sent you that article, to be honest with you, is because I just think it would be dope to know that I'm in the same city for like three months as all them boys, you know, like as LeBron and and Anthony Davis and the rest of the NBA. You know, like I just think that that would be cool to know that they like right there. And and if and if I do. I don't know. I, don't, I guess I wouldn't get a chance to go watch him, but it just still would be cool to know that that's going on in my city. Yeah, yeah. That would. I don't. I don't know if that would move the needle for me that much. But I get your point that the the thing I keep seeing is they said the George R. Brown would they be living there? That don't make no sense. No, it's so no they be living at the Hilton and shit. And then my next thought yeah, is I the think, Marriott. I think it would be something like that. And if they're doing that, the then what do the do the Lakers get the the penthouse floors? And then like like how do you determine who gets to stay no, in the lab? Too shit? many people. And it's too many the double too rooms? many people, too many room. I mean, you know, not enough room. I mean, they got enough hotels down there, maybe because mm-hmm. they they built that new one with the Texas on the top of the thing. That's what I'm talking about. But, but the whole thing, like Rod said, somebody's gonna catch that Rona. Yeah. I think somebody is gonna come in with the Rona. That's what I think. Because if you don't, if you don't test them people when they come in and get them them day tests or them two day tests when they open facilities back up, like say I we test everybody at the door, but let them come in. Okay, just spread the Rona in here because you don't know where nobody's been. I, I, and I'm thinking about it in terms of yo, we say in basketball. I'm think I thought about it in terms of football starting too. I was like, oh, yeah. there is zero percent chance the way football is set up 
that if like somebody, heaven forbid, like let's say somebody like Deontay, our you know, um, our homeboy in in, in Denver. No, my point about that is if he was to get it, everybody got. It. This is my bigger point that he's just like got one year of equity in that league, mm. a, 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 like a, a NFL career. He's a sure. kick returner. Yeah. Like that man's career has kind of got it's got a it's got a yeah. a shelf life to it. Yeah. How likely would that man be to go to the coaches and to the league and say, yeah, I got that Rona. Y'all need to take me off the team. Oh, no. Like, and I'm just using him as a micro example, yeah. but there's plenty of people who like fringe, mm-hmm. like, man, I'm trying to make the team. If they get that Rona, you think they're going to tail on themselves? No. I, I get like, Barrage, I get you with the, with the, with the thermometer and taking people's temperature and doing everything else, but boy, it's going to be hiding that Rona. Yeah. Like, if they if they, they know they got it, but I mean if they get them if they get them all test filled like with football, if if you on the field, mm-hmm. be spitting and sweating and yeah. blood all over the place. Nah, if one person in that field got it and he playing, the entire field has. And you can hear all the audibles. Yeah. <laughs> what if you know? And I think I think about I think about football, and I, something I actually did here is that they're talking about having approving modified face masks that would that would incorporate like N95 material. So I, I just I wonder how oh, that's gonna, gonna look breathe. if that actually comes to fruition. That look crazy. They're gonna be able to breathe. They, they look like hockey shit. You know, like like can't almost breathe up. in that man. Well, I feel like everyone would have a visor on. Like literally, um, every single player yeah. would have a. It'd be like custom. It'd be customary to have a visor on. And quarterbacks would be your trash. Face mask part would probably have. You I don't know. I feel like you're, 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 it would be almost enclosed. Breathe. Like a visor material. Yeah, you probably can't breathe. No. Do you know how, like, when they started making new visors when I was wearing them? If you get used to get to breathe like that, your visor fog up. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, be it ain't that no more. No, it ain't that no more, but I'm just saying. You can't breathe, though. It's hard to breathe in them things sometimes. Hey, man. Another person, let's talk about that Rona, a person who got out of jail because of that Rona, just real quick. Shout out. One more time for Takashi, man. Uh, it seems like this week he went on um, on a little tear talking about that Gooba should have been the number one song on on the Billboard charts, mm-hmm. but he believed that they took his spot away. And uh, he had a four-minute post on IG yeah. where he singled out Billboard um, with the caption, You are a lie and corrupt. Mm-hmm. You got caught cheating and the world will know. He claims that um, his team launched a probe into six credit cards <laughs> that were allegedly used to buy 30,000 units for the current number one song, Stuck on You by Ariana Grande mm-hmm. and Justin Bieber. So he's just in the news. I like, I, I love his energy of standing in the news. That that I can say about the I mean, I, I think it's a method to that boy madness. And at the end of the day, man, he winning. Like, <laughs> that boy ain't taking no losses. He went, you know, he read it. All that he owning it. He ain't saying he didn't do it. He came out, you know, trolling about being a rat. He, I, I respect his man. He, he owning it, man. He ain't tripping. Like, yeah, I, I told, him, and this is why. You know what I mean? So, hey, do your thing, young man. Get your cheese, bro. It's out of Gooba and Stuck on You. That's the two songs. So, which one would you play? I never heard Stuck on You. Now, cue up that music for oh! nothing nice to say. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll do nice. I ain't nothing nice. You hear me? So, um, I know we've been all about the last dance documentary for about the last month. You know, Jordan Pippen, Horace Grant, Phil, the Bulls. It's pretty much the only sports to talk about for the general public. So, of course, everybody's been talking about it. 
Another story that I read was that ESPN is pushing up documentaries because of the success of this one. So some 30 for 30 is going to come out that was supposed to come out way later. They're about to have a two-part documentary called Lance about Lance Stevenson recording a mixtape on one part and then blowing in LeBron's ear on the second. Oh, wait, what? Oh, I'm getting worried that it's actually about Lance Armstrong. Okay, I guess that'll be interesting too. They got another one called Be Water about Bruce Lee. And another one called Long Gone Summer about Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa in 1998. They should be good. They should be fun. And we're probably going to watch every minute of every one of them. You know what I'm saying? The concepts of sports documentaries is dope. I'm a mark for a good documentary. And I really like hearing about sports stories from the past. So I'm definitely the target audience. It got me to thinking about other sports docs and ventures by athletes into, you know, who have ventured into that. Into long form storytelling. The first athlete that comes to mind, obviously, LeBron. Him and Matt recorded and came up with some shit. From more than a game back in the day to the shop, survivor's remorse, shut up and dribble, and the Carter effect, them boys be in their bag. Hmm. He empowered his friends to be great, and they put out quality products that I enjoy watching. That's why I was so troubled when I happened upon this documentary on Showtime last night. It was called Basketball County in the Water. It was billed as a fascinating examination of a remarkable community. This documentary tells the story of Prince George's County, Maryland, and its social, economic, and cultural evolution through the lens of its basketball stars. Since 2000, the county just outside the nation's capital has spawned some 25 NBA players, more than a dozen WNBA players, and countless more who have competed at elite universities, highlighting the long decades prevalence of basketball within the region. That sounds good. Why am I bringing it up? Because it was produced by Kevin Durant's 35 Ventures. It was his attempt, like I guess Thunderstruck, to make his foray into documentaries and film. His way of empowering his friends to do dope shit. The problem is, trash doesn't even begin to describe that bitch. It looked like a PowerPoint presentation from 1999 put together with iMovie using all their free fonts and animations. (laughs) It's like a terrible version of New Orleans Exposed. By the way, the best documentary ever, but a terrible version of that type of editing. It makes the I'm About It movie look like the Avengers. I mean, the story is good, but whoever put that thing together is a novice, and Showtime is showing that thing on TV because Kevin Durant got his name on it. Sheesh, I could go on and on about this 51-minute documentary that looks like it was shot on an iPhone 5 and slapped together in a weekend, but I won't. Because I ain't got nothing nice to say about Kevin Durant trying to do his LeBron thing again and failing yet again. So I won't say nothing at all. Bro, Kevin Durant sucks. That's pretty much all I got to say about it. Did you, you saw it, Raj? I didn't see it, but I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> Like Damn. I, no, if I knew that Kevin Durant had anything to do with it, Kevin Durant's just not cool to me. Nah, the the, think, the boardroom stuff he had put out was good. It was on ESPN. Didn't he have like a barbershop something? No, it was just the boardroom. Was it in the barbershop? No, uh-huh. it was actually in the boardroom with uh. But was had, it ESPN? Uh, it was ESPN though, right? Yeah, ESPN Plus. He nah, had, this, uh, so this, this is PowerPoint count. Some, this PowerPoint. But. ESPN could put something good together about Kevin Durant or, or, or make him the star or something, and I think it could be decent. But what I'm saying is, is Kevin Durant led anything to me is not is not going to be. Well, hold I don't on. think Kevin Durant. He, I don't think he led it. It was trash. It was trash, and I didn't want to say I watched it twice because the first time I say I'm tripping. I watched it. I said I wanted to know the stories, yeah. but it was like 
like a, a eight minute story and a hard cut yeah. with like a little like a PowerPoint slide that came up that said now the the story of the the kid that would yeah and I'm like, what <laughs> no nah, it just no, it, it, the continuity of it and even the, the the interviews and stuff they really didn't go together because some people interviewing while the other story was on talking about other stuff anything with Michael Beasley being the main talker hey it's hey. trash bro no listen I'm gonna be honest with you. Michael Beasley kind of scared me in it. I thought I said he he like that wasn't weed. Hey, Michael Beasley and, and um, Delonte West, same tribe. Just FYI. Oh, mm. just FYI. All fact. While we talking tribes, we not fact. talking tribes, but just so you know, all fact. Same tribe. Yeah, <laughs> big eyes. You like whoa? You all right, bro? You good? <laughs> I, I mean, I it showed you. a lot of highlights. Like Raj, it's things in there that you want to see. Yeah, it's like AU highlights. Of um like Twin, Michael yo, Beasley, yeah. them, or eleven year old Kevin Durant killing, killing. winning like um winning like the what was it the the, 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 the P, PG whatever the PG um Jaguars yeah P, yeah PG Jaguars yeah and like how team was always they in the teams was dope Nolan Smith Quinn yeah. Cook that's, that's all the boys going to the league all yeah. the boys in the same high school Victor Oladipo mm-hmm. all the boys in the same high school team and shit like the math are high it, yeah. it's good information. It's just, just put, put together, together terribly. so terribly, yeah. and it's on Showtime. I don't even believe it. But like. you know, I think Showtime too was in a. I think they, they might have rushed it. But you know, yeah, Show, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they, they might have rushed it. it, and then Showtime is on this black sports thing now. Showtime gotcha. sports big because you know they got all the smoke, which is super dope to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they, they got a couple other um, things too that they're doing. Uh, you know, for black athletes or athletes, period. You know, so they, I think they might have rushed this on a little fast. But I mean, if we're gonna be honest about that, we do know Kevin Durant and and LeBron James don't have the same. They don't run in the same circle. You know what I mean? Kevin Durant should be able to afford to run in a circle of people who are. But if you look at like even the people Kevin Durant grew up around, like his boys and whatever, and you say Nolan, like all them boys, like his people is Nolan Smith. And Michael Beasley and whatever else. Him and Nolan Smith, I know they was close. That's not LeBron, huh? Him and Nolan Smith close like that? Well, Nolan Smith and Michael Beasley close. Yeah. And Michael Beasley and Kevin Durant close. So I don't, I don't put it together like you that. You don't put it together like no. that? Oh, okay. I mean, shit. Al Doe, Michael Beasley, and Ryan Smooth, Lowe's. Yeah, close. that's true. Al and Lowe's close. Yeah. <laughs> but y'all closer, you closer to me than me and Raj, and you closer to Raj than you. Man, I get what you I get I get what you're trying to put together. So though. I don't like I say I don't put I don't. So you said Nolan Smith and Kevin Durant might not be that close. Yeah, Nolan Smith. As close Duke. as Yeah, he had yeah, Duke I got running you. shit over. Michael Beasley close. So I'm Michael Beasley. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be Michael Beasley. <laughs> All that to say, I don't want to be Michael Beasley. I, when you said I wasn't gonna say it. I mean, I feel you. I, I was picking up what you was putting down. Yeah, that's but, that's what know, I'm saying. I, I I think with Kevin Durant too, I think sometimes when you got you don't have the people with the foresight, you gotta realize LeBron got some intelligent guys <laughs> in his corner, right? And even if you could hire somebody, they still not telling the story how you would want to be told. Like them boys, like Maverick, know LeBron gonna like this. Yeah. Oh, uh, what you call it? No, uh, LeBron. This well, I mean, at least LeBron know how to watch some shit before it comes. He can say no, like, no, right now. <laughs> no, don't put that shit out. <laughs> no. Kevin Durant ain't got number time. He ain't played this year. But you, no, but you gotta realize. What you mean, no, he don't know better. Kevin Durant. Is good at basketball, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. So what you saying? So you trying to say you need to shut up and dribble? What? No, 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 okay. no, no. Do your thing. Put I'll trash out. That's why. Why would you come at me like that, bro? You've been coming at me all day. I think Kevin, My bad, I think Kevin Durant just. I I just think Kevin Durant needs to do better. That's I what I think. Like, and I think that that's what we all think that that yeah. man just needs to do better. 
as as like I mean, bro, Kevin Durant don't even know how to use the internet. Every single thing that we talk about about the rules of using the internet, Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant has already broke them all. That man is that man so, is really not good at stuff. So not good at life. I don't think a lot of people. I just you gotta get a better team. So listen, there's a lot of other things I want to talk about in the podcast, but I'm just I'm, I'm gonna bring it down to one thing because I, I think we need to end this podcast with a single issue, and that single issue is this. The last dance has been going on for five weeks, ten episodes. We didn't watch it all up. So my personal take is that Jordan do- finally dropped this documentary because it got to the point where he was like, "I can't get on the court and show people that I'm better than Mike LeBron." I mean, that I'm better than LeBron. Good, good call. So I got to drop this documentary to let everybody know this piece of art, this piece of movie, to let everybody who ever got a question. That Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James. That's his. That's the the part of it. That's what the documentary was all about. Mm-hmm. I think. Hmm. Let's wow. have the debate. Is LeBron James better than Michael Jordan, or vice versa? Raj, go ahead. It's show. Uh, no, Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan's the best basketball player. I've always said this, and I'm still gonna say it. Michael Jordan's the best basketball player to ever live, and I think he's gonna be the best basketball player. Um, like I don't think that there's anyone ever gonna be better than Michael Jordan. Okay, I don't. I, I mean, let me. Can I add this? I'm just gonna add that. Is there still time for LeBron James in your mind to be better than Michael Jordan? No, I think that there's time for my for LeBron James to to solidify himself as the second best player of all time but never as the best player of all time okay well I, i'm i'm gonna say this uh number one i'm going lebron uh just because he'd been 17 years straight wait, wait no 15 years straight however how long it's straight and he ain't take off and come back and take off and come back he ain't had a whole bunch of other stuff but on the court as far as a teammate and playing LeBron is a pass first guy and about to pass everybody. He might end up being number one in points. As a pass first guy, think about that. As a pass first guy, he might be number one in points. Number two is, I don't think LeBron wanted it with Mike. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Mike wanted it with LeBron one on one. I don't think there's nothing he could do. I feel like Jordan got a better pull up mid range game. But as far as athletic ability and what was going on at them times, boys wasn't doing what they're doing now. You, you didn't have a seven-foot uh, point guard. Or, you know, you, it's a bunch of stuff you didn't have back then. I think Peak LeBron. Michael Jordan. I think Peak I mean, LeBron Magic is better Johnson. than – I think Peak LeBron is better than Peak Jordan. Yes. That part I, 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 I feel like it's not even – like I feel like LeBron NBA Finals 2018 was better than anything Jordan could ever do. I do believe that. The, and 2018 is the one they lost 4-1 to one to the... Um, we ain't had nobody. We didn't have nobody. But game... The one with J.R. Smith called that time yeah, out. That yeah. game. That, it hurt. Michael Jordan yeah. could never play a fucking game like that. Yeah. Like, LeBron was just walking that bitch up, wiping his hand on his jersey, calling everybody yes. out, just running the show. Yeah. That boy had like 40-something, 15, And eight. he didn't have <laughs> Phil Jackson on the sideline, dog. And he didn't have Scottie Pippen. He didn't have... On, I'm man. just saying, like, all of the points that th- that documentary made me realize is that the Bulls was actually good. Yes. And the rest of the competition they was playing against wasn't that good. Okay, so let me take this back. Let me. Let, I'm going to say this. I feel like Michael Jordan, the name of the game that we're talking about is basketball. 
If the name of the game was basketball, then it wouldn't even be a question. LeBron would be the best, right? But it's basketball. So the name of the game is putting the ball in the basket. So on a lot of levels, it's tough to to to, to debate Michael Jordan being the best. Look look at the room we in right now. Recording podcast. I, 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 I Michael Jordan. I, I got three Michael Jordan posters in this room that we're sitting yeah. in right now. I have none of LeBron. Michael Jordan is always going to be a cultural icon whose impact is going to be better than... And no one's ever going to be what Michael Jordan was in that way. No. But if we're just talking about on the court, I think one school of thought is basketball, score baskets, get in... LeBron's got a lot of moments in his career where he got off the ball when he should have took the shot. Yes. And... But I mean, I bet if you run all of his game winners and shit like that... They he over Jordan. They showed... They, he got a lot of them. And... I think the biggest argument that I really hate is when people came, whoever came up with this meme about five, six years ago, maybe it was three, four years ago, and I know Roger's seen this one, where it's like, let's end the debate right now. If you go to a girl's house six times and you fuck all six times, uh, and then you go to another nigga go to that girl's house nine times and he only fuck three, who the man? Uh-huh. Like, I think that is the stupidest debate ever because I just feel like you're neglecting the fact that they're like he didn't make it to that girl house a whole bunch of mm-hmm. times. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I could say the same thing. That meant LeBron, um, Michael Jordan went to the, that girl house and got some dome and killed um, six times. But LeBron just got that dome six times and he killed and got that dome three times. Mm-hmm. I know that's a very vile, vulgar response. But getting to the finals means some shit. Like, yeah. the fact that they act like when he took that team that should have never been there against the Spurs and they got swept. Come on, man. When he when he did scored them last twenty points against they the no Pistons. I remember where I was when LeBron scored them twenty in a row against the Pistons to go to the I was going there. Like he had no business. He had no team. Danielle Marshall and whoever other clowns was on that team, Zildjuna Silgaskis and Eric Snow. Come on, man. That man wasn't supposed to win nothing. No. So you can't take that away. Like I told Los, I feel like he should have won at least three out of four in Miami. Mm-hmm. That's against him. Yeah. But should he have beat the Warriors at all? No. <laughs> like, should he have beat the Warriors at all? Like, I don't know. This is all about, like, I'm, I'm, so my whole point to come full circle is this. I think there's still time for LeBron to be better than Jordan. This season not finishing might hurt him. Because mm-hmm. if he would have finished with an MVP and an NBA title, which is very possible, could have happened this season. Put him at four and, what, six MVPs or some shit like that? Five, six MVP, five or whatever. Cause then me, the conversation becomes a little different. The one he won in Cleveland got the counters too, man. <laughs> that shit was amazing. <clears throat> Snow Waste was a win. So I'm, I just I just want to say this. Like, uh, you, you said something and I just wanted you to just... I, I, I respect... How you feel about LeBron James, but I um, respectfully disagree that prime um, LeBron is better than prime Jordan. Okay, I I one hundred percent disagree with that. And when you talk about when you said when you talk about pass first and all of those things, that's all that's all fine. Uh, Jordan probably did some of those same things, not in the finals, but just in the playoffs. I don't remember exactly what year it was, but that year that he scored sixty three. He probably didn't have much of a team. Yeah, he didn't get to the finals. Yeah, he didn't get to. Well, the, he didn't I, even I get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, no, 
I understand. I understand what you're saying. Go ahead. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I can make the same sentiments about how weak the East was for the majority that, that uh, LeBron was in the East. But I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying, as far as youth, when you say, like, whenever you're, you're, at your, you're in your prime, in your best year, best year Jordan is better than best year LeBron. I feel like I LeBron feel like on the Bulls with that team, when he scored 63, when Jordan scored 63, LeBron could have beat the Celtics. How about that? I don't put think Larry so. Bird five, on it. Five, put Larry Bird five, on it. Five, five Hall, Hall of Famers on that team. I, oh, yes. Five Hall of Famers. But guess what? The Celtics way before it did too. And we're talking Bob Cousy and um, Bill Russell. And all. and I, I don't want to stand for LeBron and, and talk like I think it's not a, a fair argument that you're making, Raj. Because I do think it's a fair yeah. argument. I just think that 80s Hall of Famers, early 80s Hall of Famers, ain't the same thing Mm-mm. as... 2020 Hall the, of Famers. The, the top guys today. Even the, some of the top guys And the thing I heard today. was third scorers is something you don't hear about. And I don't want to get too technical with this. But Jordan Pippen and then, like, who's the third scorer? Like, nobody in the league had a third scorer who was the shit. So, Jordan Pippen was enough to be better than, like, it's not team, it's scorers is what I'm saying. Like, nowadays, when Klay Thompson is your third scorer, do you know how ridiculous Clay Thompson would be. And on, I'm just I'm just throwing out Clay Thompson as one individual singular athlete. If Clay Thompson was on any team in the nineties, nothing you could do. The 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 put him on the put him on the Sonics, put him on the the um Jazz, put him on the 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 damn the Suns. Any of those teams Jordan's played against and they had a Clay Thompson to deal with as well besides the team that they had, like add that nigga Bruh, put Jamal Crawford on that team. Put Lou Will. I'm and I'm and I'm being I'm, and I'm not trying to be too facetious with it, Raj. But that's kind of my biggest thing about those teams back in the day. That I just think that hmm, it's tough to say that Jordan was just playing like the the Eastern Conference was so weak when LeBron was playing. Yeah, I, I, sure, sure. But but, but, uh, but don't you? Sh- that's facetious. That's condescending because it's bigger I, than sure. You want to talk about third score? Talk can... about third place team in the East. Go ahead, I'm listening. Like that. Talk about that. Like that's. So tell me who was I the just, I mean, third not, place I'm team trying, in the East that couldn't beat. I guess I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily trying to compare. Trying to compare competition, right? Because I think there's arguments that can be made on both sides that the NBA was not as great. And mm-hmm. There's better players now, and I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. But I'm talking about what you what you had to go up against. I just think Jordan was more dominant Mm. and i'm looking now and just kind of looking at stats and seeing that jordan won his first championship in his seventh season lebron left i i posed the question of if lebron had if lebron stayed what how many championships would he have in cleveland okay like I don't know, maybe they would have gotten him someone. Maybe someone would eventually come to Cleveland. But if he stayed and he left, he went to he went to join a super so many team. Hypothetical. While he That's was gone, while he was gone, that team had three out of four first round picks, first overall picks. Excuse me. So he went back to Cleveland with a decent team. That team wasn't terrible. He had Kyrie Irving, and I know we're that, talking about the that year team after won that, like nineteen games or something, right? Yeah. The season before he came back, right? And he took him back to the finals. And if they would have got Absolutely. hurt, he might have made it a game. Okay. The team was trash. I just want to know what he would have done if he would have stayed in Cleveland and not how many championships. Because it's almost like when I think about when I think about like rings and stuff, and for sure he won those finals MVPs in Miami. I think he should have four with that team. You, you said three. I think four. 
if you if you send him if you take him off of that Miami yeah, team, I don't think he should. I don't think he should have beat the Spurs that year. I think they was too good. Well, I just I just think on paper. I just think whenever I whenever I'm I'm looking at the sports book at the beginning of the year, I yeah, think yeah. That they should have been heavily heavily favored favored to win the championship based on the fact that they have three Hall of Famers on their team. Yeah, but like two in a possible. Okay, the, I, I, the Spurs I have that. two though. The Spurs had the Spurs had at least three Hall of Famers. Hall of Fame they have four Hall of Famers yeah. on the team. So Who did they including have? the coach, right? Okay, Manu Ginobili is a Hall of Famer. Yep, Tim Duncan. Okay. I mean, what, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Tony Parker. and um, Kawhi Leonard. Yes, That's four Hall of Famers. And the now, I guess whenever I say Hall of Fame, I'm talking. Bon- I think those guys win Hall of Fame because of the championships that they won, not based off of their oh, individual performance. I don't know. I think Tony Parker. Is, no, Tony is, Parker is was killing the league. Ridiculous. Though. I mean, but I get your point. Basketball Hall of Fame is the same thing as like Baseball Hall of Fame. It's, it's harder. Uh, football, it's harder. It's easy to make a Basketball Hall of Fame. And right. Manu Ginobili so is going to make it off of like international and everything else. But he was but Manu Ginobili won six men of the year like a bunch of yes. times. That, this, because he came off the bench. That's what that's why they call it six man of the year. That's that's not that's not hard to do, right? I mean, that's hard to do. That's not easy. It's but I'm just, I'm just saying, like on a on a normal team, like you don't have Manu Ginobili. Like I I always I always hated the fact, and we get real deep in the hole right now. I, I always hated the fact that Manu Ginobili won six man of the year when he should be a. I think six man of the year should go to like the sixth best person on a team, not the second best person on a team that's just coming off the bench. And but playing the same amount of minutes to me, it should be minutes. So you should go off of the bench. NBA two K ratings and whoever is <laughs> the top five in their two K rating well, can't win it. Like, how do you pick who is the sixth best person? <laughs> well, I just, I mean, I don't think like I'm saying. I'm, I said that. I, I get your point. I get vague, your point. But I think I you know what I meant. I get your point. Right. You, I just meant that Manu Ginobili is a starter on every other team in the league. The only reason why he wasn't on the Spurs is because he liked, liked to come off the bench. But he played this. He played more minutes probably than everyone else. Oh, so maybe six than minutes. That, is that what you? Maybe we could go off of that. Is the six man? Maybe six. Maybe six than minutes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I got a lot of thoughts about then versus now, and it's not apples to apples. I can't say that if I put LeBron in on the Bulls that he would have won the same amount that Jordan did because Jordan did things that I can say if I put Kobe in 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 Jordan's pace Kobe probably would win all six of them championships like I don't think so but cool I think Kobe Best would win all six of those championships that LeBron that Jordan won I I I mean put him in that same situation that same era he's a bigger Jordan um like <laughs> I mean I, okay but I know that's oversimplifying it but for Jordan's role I think that LeBron couldn't do exactly what he did, but there's no way in hell Jordan wins beats the Warriors with that team, like him and Kyrie and and no Jordan doesn't win that championship. No way. I think the I bigger mean, point I that we think, are missing. I don't think anybody beats that team. The bigger point like, we are missing. I think that the is, Warriors team with Kevin Durant was the best team of all time. Yeah, yeah. But the bigger point you're missing, and we're not we're not even talking about is that the man got Phil Jackson on the sideline, and uh, uh, he might be a short little asshole, but the GM was nice. You know what I mean? You can't say the GM was nice. He wasn't nice. It was nice, man. He wasn't nice. He, he any, brought, any GM who let Michael Jordan retire uh, okay. is a clown. Nah, that may be so right there. He's a clown. But yeah, he, he made some bull. But the boy, the boy the put GM together team. built the team nice, I think, is yeah. what Lose is trying yeah, to say. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. So he, I mean, he, made, he, he was making great decisions. Uh, LeBron didn't have any. He can put all his GMs together, mm. and they wasn't him and all his coaches together, and they wasn't Phil Jackson. Mm. You know what I mean? He's so you got to realize LeBron is actually coaching, playing, Getting everybody involved now. I think if 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 Braun was shoot first until I started making him like Jordan, that's a that's a we talking about a whole different animal. I think I think the thing that I kind of see in my head that just this is what I kind of see right. 
Raj made the, this is a Raj. Oh, Raj, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm about to throw your words at you. I love it. This makes me so happy right now. I'm, I'm, I'm giddy right now. Pause. What I'm trying to say is a team of five LeBrons against a team of five Jordans. Who wins that game? Mm. Them five LeBrons. Because so now, now, now so, Raj asked this. Asked me this some context. He said this about you, actually. He was asking, we was talking about some hood niggas from New Iberia, and he said, he was like, uh, who would win a game, five of person X or mm-hmm. five losses? Mm-hmm. I'm like, five losses all day. Yeah. But that's such a great way to think about, because one-on-one's whack. Like, one-on-one, you beat me every yeah, time one-on-one. one-on-one. Yeah. Like, if I said, who going to win one-on-one Al against Los? Mm-hmm. Los is going to beat me eight times out of ten because he's going to be quicker than me, going to get around me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's going to be tough for me to win that game. Man, but if you're telling me, games, but if you're telling me, Five Al's against five losses. I'm tough. making that nigga shoot. Yeah. I'm helping on D. Look, yeah. Al, I got Al behind me helping yeah. on D. <laughs> That's gonna be rough. So Al, whenever, Al, Al talk, giving post passes talk, to yeah. Al. We like yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's in football position. I mean, in football, in, in basketball position. So if you ask me, five five Jordans versus five Kobe's, I think that's a little bit more valid. I, I think I don't. I'm not gonna necessarily. What's invalid about I'm not five? Necessarily five validate. Lebrons. I'm not going to validate that because I think the five LeBrons win, but I think they win not because they're better. I think they win because they're more versatile. Okay. Like that's, okay. I don't, I don't think that's better though. But that was your, that was your whole determinant thing you used to see if somebody was better. It's, you can do that with regular people. With regular people, we could talk, we could clown like that, but we're, we're talking about actual who's better. Who has a better legacy? Who had more championships? Who had a better field goal percentage? You can't go. That's can't funny. Go. So you're telling me that I'm just what I just said about five hours against five losses. I was just speaking to my versatility and not good about how good I am at basketball. Exactly. I can pass. I can pass. Okay. Because, I can, because I can play defense stuff. good. I Hold can stuff. help defense good. I can. Pass. But that's it. I you think five. Shit. I think five Steph Curry's beats anyone in history. That's what I'm saying. Like that's because I, I think he's going to step past the line because five Shaqs beats him every every time. time. <laughs> I mean, them boys got to get the ball in three. In three is more than two. No, but you got to so, make all of them. Because if you miss, it's no uh, And he does. Five, five, five shakes. Slim shake. <laughs> five, five slim That's daddy stupid. shakes. Break back Still door daddy step. shakes. <laughs> he's, not, he's not stopping him ever. Ever. <laughs> I don't think he can stop him. But like I said, three is more than two. You so right? he scored two. Oh, no. It's make it take four, it. I scored three It's make it take it. I never said it. We never said. It. I was oh, thinking you, a five on a five. five on five. Like nobody jump does ball. make it take it. Like jump nobody ball. Nobody doesn't make it take it five on five. So, so they coming off the jump like five shacks on the court. Like five so shacks. They, they doing gotta, it the whole they gotta, game. They got to make all of the whole shots. game. The whole game. And it's fatigue, all three. Fatigue is game. off. Ain't no layup. It's fatigue off. Ain't no because what, no, because you got a okay, you got a, you got a whole on. bench full of full of Steph Curry, <laughs> but you got a bench full of shakes. Come, yeah, I know. So that's what I'm saying. I think I think the Steph Curry's win. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so I just I just want and I know our listeners are gonna have some chime in. This is gonna be the, the chime in part where we're gonna get the, the comments from niggas all week. Like, oh, nigga, Michael Jordan. Oh, nigga, LeBron. No, nigga, Isaiah Thomas. Some clown ass nigga gonna say, Isaiah Thomas the best. Ever. Actually, Wilt beating everybody. Luau. Huh. You're not checking him. You're not checking that sky hook, daddy. Knocking down things. Especially if you got five of them. Uh, hey, hey, that boy <laughs> passed out the sky hook. Pass off the sky hook. Three point sky hooks. 
inbound skyhook. That's all I got. Hey, that's all we got for y'all this week, man. Look, that is that is that is that is a wrap. Listen, uh, until next time, y'all have a great weekend. Bah. Make it the best way weekend. Bah. And we out. Bah, 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 bah. I gotta I gotta read this to y'all and then I'm gonna read this this NFL. I'm in a Madden league in Denver, Colorado, and I get this. The person that I'm playing this week says, You ready? Just had the last keg, it's time. I don't know what that means, mm. but I'm guessing he's just ready to play. Yeah. And so I said, Give me about 30 minutes, I'm podcasting. And he said, What podcast? <laughs> and I said, Best Friend Weekend. And the dude that got the Rams. Now this is a this is everybody everybody in this thing lives in Denver. Yeah. The dude that got the Rams said, "No way, you know Trent." <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Trent worldwide. No way. No way. I swear to God. Uncle Trent worldwide. So now you got a new friend. Do you, I said I named him the uncle. That's what I said. That's I funny. That. The boy snatched one from me. <laughs> <laughs> All up in my pussy like a, a pap smear. Yuck. I'm gonna fuck this nigga in the next year. I'm the one that you crave. Put that dick in my mouth just like a mic on stage. Ride the bus to my place. I wouldn't care. Just so I can bust in your face when you get here. Yeah, kiddo. Really ain't no discussion. Think he a morion the way he keep on touching. <laughs> Plenty of fish in the sea, but there's not one like me. Just want you for 30 minutes. You can't one night me. Fuck wrong with you, nigga. I am your master. Get on your knees. Do your deed. You need to make me come faster. Different day, different date, and he know the shit. That's why I stay under his arms like deodorant. I'm just being real. I don't know real hard shit. That's just how it goes in this pussy market. Damn. <laughs> that pussy market. <laughs> the price of pussy just went sky. I had a market for that type of shit. Will Smith, I am Lennon. Couldn't <laughs> I like to make when every time I go to Chick Fil A, I get Arnold Palmer's and I put way more lemonade than I put um, sweet tea. Whenever he go to the bar at Prospect Park, he say, "Let me get a linen Coke." <laughs> <laughs> when the party be jumping, he jumping that bitch. Say, "Oh, it's linen in here." <laughs> it's linen. <laughs> That nigga linen, he got them hoes. That boy linen. That boy linen, boy. I love, I love giving money to the homeless on the side of the street because I'm pretty prone to lending a helping hand. <laughs> My favorite president after John F. Kennedy died was Lennon B. Johnson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> stop it. I got that rumble pulled up right now. What's your favorite Will Smith movie again, you said? I am Lennon. What's your I yours? thought it was Lennon Black. Lennon Black. <laughs> <laughs> Lennon Black. <laughs> oh, you so stupid. Oh shit! Roger, Roger wanted to call this podcast when we first started. Two stupid dogs. Mm-hmm. 
but shit, I would have called this bitch Lennon Stimpy. That nigga stupid. You know what makes it so funny? And I'm not doing it right now because you probably suspect that I am. But whenever you, whenever you least expect it, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you don't know what I'm gonna do. When I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do? You think I'm gonna use Lennon in a sentence now, but I'm not. 